her. Dr. Nefarious just crowned himself Emperor of this dimension. We've got to get him and us out of here. But without the Dimensionator... I think we have to build a new one. The boundaries between the universes are coming undone. That's the boy you hope you hope our time has finally come. Wow. Another Lombax. Hello and welcome to Arcade Couch, the best place to your friends and get your game goodness when the show's back on air and we're doing it weekly. For now, welcome to our quick bonus episode talking about what we have given Game of the Year 2. Not our personal list, that will be coming up in a couple of weeks. However, the game that we collectively, Explosion Network, decided Game of the Year, which is, of course, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart. My name is Dylan Blunt. Joining me for this, Ashley Hobley. Hey, Dylan. I'm excited to be here to talk about another Insomniac Games classic. And Karen Marchant. Yes, it is I excited to talk about what we did call game of the year and thank god it wasn't something else that could have been called game of the year because i could have cried if we had done it too are you talking about it takes two robbed god don't even know <laughs> no there, there was nope. no reason to have brought that up other than the fact that you just did that to yourself so <laughs> i did i did but i don't mind I'm, i just like to bring up the point that it isn't a game of the year and how excited i am because i was worried that that was a serious possibility and you know i mean it made the list it did make the list. It made a higher list than I was I don't like. know. You know, maybe we need to keep counting. <laughs> Needs a recount? No, nobody demands a recount. <laughs> yeah, new right? recount. Yeah. No, I don't think that's well, how it works. Are those jokes still relevant? I mean, it's been old. like two years, so. <laughs> Unless it's quite a thing at this stage. Um, yeah, welcome 2022, I guess, as well. Uh, game year, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart. So, developed by Insomniac Games wins our game of the year of awards at one during our games coverage in case you've missed it is we gave it was third in our top five for art direction which goes to gavin golden it was third in our best performances for jennifer hale for rivet it was fourth in uh game direction that would go to marcus smith and mike daly and then it was fourth in best narrative as well which is shared between sam mags mark kenny max falkman nick falkman and lauren me so it did have five awards across our, I think it's 10 or nine, 10? 10 and then ten. five yeah. places. So Yeah, so pretty good doll up there. Um, Ash, what do you love about yes. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart? It's just a really great Ratchet and Clank game, you know? They, they've, with the, especially with the, the PS3 ones, they just nailed the, nailed what people want from Ratchet and Clank game. Uh, and they just gave us another iteration of it, but with sh- beautiful, shiny graphics. Uh, like, obviously, this was like one of the first games that PlayStation was pushing to like showcase what you could do on the PS5, and like, it looks amazing. Like, I don't, th- I feel like it might be a little bit underappreciated, but like, it it's a, it's on par with anything Pixar or um, Disney Walt Disney Animation Studios put out this year. Uh, and you can do a pretty good comparison because all of those came out on streaming services, I'm pretty sure. So, uh, uh, but yeah, it looks amazing. Really fun story, you know. Uh, it got in on the multiverse thing before everybody else did uh, this year. 
And, you know, sure, it, it, it was just felt fun, like, playing as Ratchet and Rivet and, you know, going around shooting stuff, dashing about, smashing things. Fun story. Uh, really good time, yeah. Karen? Um, I think, I actually think Ratchet and Clank suffers just because of its, like, the period of time it was released in. I think coming out in that kind of earlier part of the year in May. Um, was it May or was it earlier than that? Was it June? I can't remember. That's probably that's part of the reason. That's part of the problem. Um, I think if this had come out during the the Christmas or the end of year kind of period, I think a lot more people would still be talking about this game, and it would be featured a lot more heavily in Game of the Year talks. Um, I think Ratchet came and Clank, out June eleventh, by the way. June eleventh. There we go. Um, I think Ratchet and Clank does a fantastic job at both capturing what we loved about the original Ratchet and Clank games, but then also providing a next-gen experience for them with uh, utilizing load times with switching between areas and um i think it, it moved its gameplay design forward i absolutely loved the larger areas that featured throughout ratchet and clank that didn't feel as linear as we're used to with these types of games kind of riding around on the rocket boots and, and kind of skating around the place i had the most fun doing um i think they do Another great job at another game, doing a great job with like a time traveling level, jumping between two periods of time. Um, I think overall, Ratchet and Clank's storytelling is far greater and better than I think any of us expected it to be, as well as what it used to be. I think everything just shows maturity from Insomniac in this game. Um, that that comes from them going away from Ratchet and Clank for a while and coming back to it. I think everything about the detail of this game, this game is beautiful. Its game design overall is amazing. Um, I think my only ever point, like kind of minimal point, was that just maybe some of the guns weren't as interesting as previous, but doesn't mean that the guns weren't as fun as they are. Um, I think both Ratchet and Rivet are both great characters, and, and the character development by both of them throughout this um, title is, is really, really good, and I'm really excited to see where they go. Um, I think one of the big things, and it's definitely some artwork that I still want to get to kind of decorate my house with, is um, some of the credit artwork of, of Ratchet and Clank and Move It. Um, I, think, I think overall it's just such a stellar experience, and um, I think it is definitely a game that a lot of people, if they sit down and talk about it and have played it, can all have a lot of agreements on how great and how wonderful the experience it is. I think that's the interesting thing for this game, and it's like reception. And by the way, you, you can still have criticisms of the game, even though we gave it game of the year. Game, <laughs> game of the yeah. year doesn't mean it's suddenly uh, perfect it's and perfect. untouchable. It's not perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, it's, I think maybe it's just because it's a really good, it's a great game, but it's just a well-oiled machine. And because it doesn't do anything particularly like shocking, that then a lot of people maybe weren't as willing to like give it that second look and consider it one of the year's best games, I guess, because it's like you're still looking for that sort of. I feel like a lot of places are either looking for the really niche thing to give Game of Year to, which is fine, or they want the big cinematic thing. And Ratchet and Clank is just a really good video game where the gameplay is still at the forefront, and even if it is stuff that you've sort of seen before, it's just been done a lot better than in any other previous entry of the game. Uh, game, series, franchise, whatever. Um, but I would say it's yep. the best... I don't know. Is it a shocking... Is it a big claim to say it's the best Ratchet & Clank game? I don't know. 
Is that a... I don't believe so, no. Is that a hot take, as the kids say? No, I think that's pretty fair. Hot, hot diggity damn. Um, but no, I would, I would say it's probably the best Ratchet and Clank game. I mean, other than, I would agree, my one major criticism, and I think we talked about previously, was that the guns, compared to some of the others, don't have as much variety. But it's still, you're getting a lot of the most loved fun guns in the game, and the game now runs at 60, and it's got a lot more blast and particle effects. You know, you're seeing these guns done again, but done better. But the one thing is, like, you kind of feel like, oh, I wish I could have had that one gun that sort of stood out as the rift apart, like, oh, that gun, you know, that's the the gun from that game sort of thing. But um, which I think we said before is like the sprinkler thing, which I can't remember the name of off the top of my head, whatever that was called. Yeah, yeah. No, sort I, of the, I just called it mm, the sprinkler gun. Yeah, yeah the sprinkler gun thing. Mm. Having said that, though, what would be your uh, favorite level or place, Ash, and favorite weapon? Oh, jeez. Yeah, um, hitting you with the hard questions. I really liked the the pirate level. I thought that was really well put together, and like uh, lots of different little things, little adventures for you to go on, uh, different avenues for you to follow down, and then you get the big pirate fight. Uh, and Captain Quantum is <laughs> a fun twist on, on Captain Quark. Uh, guns. Come back to me. <laughs> Let me get, <laughs> look it up. <laughs> Karen, do you have a off top of your head? Um, I think the level is, I, I don't know the name of the level. It is the, like the monk's kind of um, monk planet, I guess. It's the one that's very open and wide and has a, a broad, like, like it's a kind de- of where the you desert-y one. The, Yes, it's the jetpack booster where, thing. Yes, yeah, exactly. Where um, you get like the most out of your your boots is is kind of roaming. There's a lot more freedom to kind of skate around that map and, and explore and have a look and find things. Um, it has several challenges that I found really fun and interesting to do with kind of both the rocket boots and using grind rails. And like there was one where you have to like kind of the floor appears and disappears for you as you're skating through. Um, which I thought was overall a really great, um, really great aspect. I guess for me, favorite guns. It's a little hard to remember exactly, considering it was six months ago. But I think the um, the the robot glove, um, where you would you throw the microbots. I always found. Uh, I think that's just for me as a staple of Ratchet and Clank games that I always find really useful. Um, that um, definitely was commonly used, and I really enjoyed it once again in Ratchet and Clank. Your list there, Ash? Yeah. Uh, I think I'll go with the ricochet one, like the pinball one. That one was pretty good when you get the timing down right. That was going to be taking my answer. Dudes. Yeah, the ricochet. Yeah. Because at first I thought it was terrible, but then I didn't realize you had to... Um, time it. Time it, yeah. And that was that one sort of does a lot of damage when you, you get the click, 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 click. And I, I used that a lot in the last boss fight, so that's the one that sort of stand, stands out to me was going to be the ricochet. Um, it feels good with the the dual sense as well. Mm. When you nail it, yeah. My favorite level, though, uh, I I'm nearly out of time, but I'm going to say it's actually the one where you discover the monster thing. You go deeper down into it, and then you become friends with it. Oh yeah, that was that was like a very almost horror esque yeah sequence. Yeah. Oh that's, yes. Hopefully no, no, no. that, that scars the- a few children. 
<laughs> that was the time jumping level as well. Yeah, you're going backwards and forwards. Yeah. Um, because my yeah, my alternative was going to be the uh the space planet where you're flicking between the two. Um, it's not time jumping. It's time. a it's a realities, I guess. Yeah, realities. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I would say the that planet because then you have you you flicking between the the horror movie monster thing and you're going from one where it's like an abandoned facility and then the other side like it's a still uh, another reality. It's, it's, like it's a, a real the thing, right? Yeah, yeah, and then one place it's like still up and running. Um, my runner up though would have was just going to be the the space asteroid where it's like destroyed facility thing on one side and on the other side. You, there's like a doctor leaving in notes or something like that. And there's an uh, interesting little side story happening between these little audio mm. logs and stuff like that. So, um, but the ones that stand out level-wise to me are the ones that make best use of the theme of the game, like the realities sort of stuff, which is as much as like I, I liked flying around the the one Kieran was talking about, you know, big open world-ish, or not open world, but open area of a level and flying around that, and you had those uh, few like side objectives you could do on that place, like finding all the the statues or whatever they were. I can't remember. And um, I think that, that was sort of actually stuff. that was why I love that. Now that I even think about it, it is because of the Lombax history that's tied to that place um, that mm, made true. it so interesting, mm. and kind of the the connotations around those audio logs from the the Lombaxes. Um, that kind of added a lot to the whole lore, especially in terms of Ratchet and Clank as a whole, but that individual planet as well. I would probably have that third solely because all the Lombax stuff is great. I just, like, from a gameplay perspective, I um, it was just more like open space shooting stuff, not as exciting. But the lore stuff was really cool, um, which is worth mentioning, of course, this game does a lot of lore stuff that we haven't really seen done to such a degree i guess in ratchet and clank and it's going to be really interesting going forward in the franchise seeing what they build on from now with the lombax stuff and this multiverse of ratchet uh lombax <laughs> stuff um and with that here's my last question favorite character and or moment ash uh i'll say kit because we haven't brought her up much she was great. And I think her like her moment with Ribbit, I think, was pretty cool. Like you know, obviously they've they've been at odds in the past, like she was this out of control robot uh who took ri- Ribbit's arm. Uh it's really fucking dark, but really. yeah, It is dark mm-hmm. when you like break it down like that. Uh but yeah, then we joining up, teaming up. After Ribbit pretty much rejects her. Tells yeah. her to get fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kids. Um, I love the, the main the, the main um kind of the core cast of characters with the four of them, but I want to give it a shout out to Dr. Nefarious. I think both versions of him, Emperor Nefarious and Dr. Nefarious, are really fun and great villains, and they're not really those we don't really get those types of villains in current gaming um kind of narrative design or anything these these more i guess wacky saturday morning cartoon over the top kind of villains that um we get interaction with throughout the entire game and you get to to hear them back and forth and and seeing the duality and difference between emperor nefarious and dr nefarious i think it's um it's a lot of fun throughout this game dr nefarious is a little bitch in this though 
Yep. <laughs> exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> he really is, though. Like, it's not... It's, they really make the Emperor one, like, stand out as the... Uh, He's dominant. the alpha male. Yeah, the He's alpha. The alpha. He is the yep. alpha yeah. male, 100%. Dr. Nefarious is just a sigma. He's just all about that grind stuff. Um, Zeta, yeah. Rivet is my favorite character. Um, and it's, it's kind of like experiencing Ratchet again, but with a slightly more, like, I guess... It's, it's, I kind of, we got it with the reboot, or not reboot, the remake of Ratchet and Clank, I guess. Like, they, you, they mm. got a chance to do remake the origin of Ratchet and Clank and that. And that was good and whatever else. But, like, seeing Rivet for the first time in this, it's like all the Insomniac's experience getting to, like, meet this new Lombax for the first time. And then the origin between her and Kit is, like, just a much more, I guess, interesting origin than just ratchet clanks um one and yeah because my favorite moment is just gonna it would be just that sort of heartbreaking um i don't know it's kind of hard to say it's like either the heartbreaking moment where they decide to split up or the moment kit comes back to return and save the day save the day sort of thing so because i feel like the the biggest emotional punching moments of the game are built on kit and Rivet, not Ratchet and Clank. Like Ratchet and Clank are in the game, but and I think I've said this before, where like it's interesting, Ratchet and Clank, but I definitely felt like the story's narrative leaned heavily towards it being Rivet and Kit's game. More so well, than Well, I think they did a great job of as a story design to have each of the new characters paired off with one of the original pair. So you could build them up alongside a character that the audience already knows and loves. And then kind of as you predict, building up until the end of the game where the pairs kind of swap back and they become Ratchet and Clank and Rivet and Kit. Mm. Um, and I think it, 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 it both endears you to those characters and makes it in a comfortable environment for you to enjoy those characters instead of maybe people being a bit more kind of against it if all of a sudden you were playing as just a completely different pair and Ratchet and Clank weren't involved at all in parts of the game. Mm. Um. And then I was just as a game itself, pretty much every this entire year, anytime someone's got a PS5 or scored one, and it's like that question of what game should I get first? The answer has always been Astrobot. No. Ratchet Clank. Like, you don't get that. It just comes with <laughs> it's it. It's free. Oh, that, I, mean, I thought you meant play. No, no, yeah, no. Sorry. They're like, what game should I buy? Ratchet and Clank. Like, not even a like, what type of games do you like? I'm like, it, surely everyone can enjoy it. I just assume that anyone, no matter what type of games they're into, yeah. Ratchet Clank surely is a game that sure. anyone can in, uh, enjoy. So well, anyone has you, a like of soft spots for you. Yeah, and it's, it's a good like showcase of the you, PS5. So it's mm. like as you would compare it to Pixar movies. I don't think there's anybody who dislikes Pixar movies. I think most people can sit down and watch a Pixar movie nowadays. Ratchet and Clank has that same effect. Yeah. Well, I I assume slash hope so. So. Um, anyway, any final thoughts on Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, our game of the year this year? No, uh, I don't know, don't, don't know if you mentioned it, but we did do a spoiler cast on this arcade couch feed mm. for Ratchet and Clank earlier in the year that we did a full deep dive on the, on the game, so. Link it in the Dylan and, show notes. Dylan and, Ki- with Dylan and Critters, Dylan, Dylan and Kieran's major criticisms of the game over there, so. Yeah, if you want to hear us, <laughs> I, I didn't want to go, because I'm like, 
separate the podcast. Right, yeah. Um, but yeah, if you want to check that out and hear our actual criticisms of of the stuff, we've sort of hinted that, delved into a bit more. That would be the place. And of course, we discussed the story a bit more in detail in that podcast. It was recorded a very long time ago, and by the look on Kieran's face, he was like, Back in June. "I don't remember recording that <laughs> shit." <laughs> no, no, no. I totally, I totally remembered that. It was, I was so fresh on that podcast. I like, swear, it was Ash great. just said like, we recorded this podcast, and you were like. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> Look, that happens a lot, but we we record a lot of podcasts, um, so it's okay to. I thought to that was just a conversation we had after recording something else. No, it was recorded. Look, that could also be the case sometimes, and sometimes just microphones are involved, and it records what I say. That's true. Yeah. Um, don't forget check out explosionnetwork.com slash best of twenty twenty one for all of our best of twenty twenty one coverage. That includes all of our video game awards that are now up. Of course, our top 10 games and a bunch of other ones. All of our TV awards will be up by the time you're listening to this. And if you're listening to the day that this releases, our movie coverage starts as of tomorrow. If you're listening to this <gasps> a week later, all the stuff will be up. Um, so go ch- check out all of our Best of 2021 award winners. And we'll be back with our regularly scheduled programming in just a couple of weeks. Um, we are going to kick off our first return show. will be a personal best games of 2021 lists so that'll be 17th of january there you go 17th of january and then the week after will be your normal ah nfts are in every fucking game now so that's That's the opening joke of the year yeah it's gonna be something about fucking nfts all right thank you for joining us till next time boy Ha 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 ha!